I want to find this Twitter button. Oh, uh, the Twitter button. Do do a Windows key, Windows key, Windows key, Windows key, and then type in Metro. Metro. Twit. Twit. This is at the Nexus episode ninety-seven. Not feeling dangerous today on Friday, October eleventh, two thousand thirteen. And now, bees in your recessed lights. This episode of At the Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersat with co-host Matthew Petrel. Bees. What was? They're coming in. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. How are you? Really? Yeah. Huh. This seems different. Ah, that's because I am the chair of achievement producing the show. You're producing the show. I'm producing the show. Why are you producing the show? Because I'm in training for uh, the EB's latest 48 that I'm going to be producing. 49, but you're you're getting attached to it, so don't don't worry. Trust me. It's not going to be worth producing in the end or publishing, so it's going to be 49 all over again next week. It's gonna be, this is going to be the last episode of this side. It's going to be full of lubrication and all sorts of indie windows. Well, so so it's more like um, the 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 endless loop that they fell into, you know, eight eight bit old memory overflow kind of thing. Yes, and I, I've also told them that they can't have any guests. You told them that. I'm going to tell them that day of. Well, they're not going to lo- allow this to happen. They're well. Gonna- so last time I was here, last Saturday, trying to listen to the show, they had five guests, and it was just hurting my ears trying to listen to them. There were None five. Of them. I felt like there was uh, five. Yeah, you. I was the ghost. I didn't count. No, I am the official ghost on that show. Look, all I did was scream, boar, troll, bandit, and um, spider. <laughs> over and over again. That's all I said, really. <laughs> um, but no, no. Um, it's going to be fun producing, and uh, I'm glad to be... Trying it out today. I, I'm I'm glad to have you there also because you've always wanted to be producer. I think is that true? I always wanted to be chef, audio technician. Right. So you, neither can you cook nor can you produce in full capacity yet. But we're getting you mm-hmm. to to reach new heights on both scales. Yes. And speaking of reaching new heights and new um, widths, Operation Seven Twenty has, has going failed. Well. I have a eaten, consumed, and abolished an entire plate of salad. Yes, entire plate. However, the face my co-host here has made upon touching an iceberg lettuce okay. with his teeth was a full face of red agony. The Romanian salad was delicious. The iceberg bitterest juice of doom was very needing to be replaced with more Romanian. Uh, Ro- Romanian, huh? Roman? What is it? Romaine. 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 Romaine lettuce. I'm sophisticated and cultured. I know what I'm talking about. Okay, well, good. I'm I'm glad you're glad you're getting there. Yeah, I, I I've even had how watermelon and cantaloupe this week, and um, both were satisfactory. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if they were satisfactory to you. However, I I did just have some cantaloupe, which was quite good. Yeah, but the main operation of seven twenty um, this week, I've I had three that one day you coaxed me into drinking three, and I had one so far today. I've had four Mountain Dews this week, as opposed to two twenty four packs. No, so I don't coax anyone to doing anything. I drink cokes. Okay, no, 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 no. He kept on like, here you go. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, oh, it's in your hand. I'm like, ah, oh, it's in your mouth. <laughs> that that was the next thing that happened. How'd you know? Oh, I have no idea how I knew. I just uh, guessed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, your your plan isn't going to go well because you can have anything in moderation. You can have two or three a day. That's fine. You just can't have a twelve pack. Oh, that, that's what everybody. Four was trying. this week. Plus, I had salad and cantaloupe. That's not an offset. Salad is not an offset for the crap you've eaten previously or currently. There's, you think tomorrow is going to be pizza day? 
Well, it is. Oh, um, you're, you're, uh, but you're, there will be no pizza tonight. Your 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 um your continuity is getting skewed there. I'm working on it. Okay, well, you you do that. Look, I got fake stuff to put on my resume. I'm trying to slim down. I'm going for new employment. Well, I'm so happy. Yeah, so I can buy more pizza. Mm-hmm. And buy me a liposuction. Well, so um, what I did yesterday was I put together my extortion scheme. Um, so I, I, you know, you know how I've been helping out with these Excel classes for the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd use all that I learned. It's so funny to say. Yeah. Um, in Excel, and I put together a nice spreadsheet that would allow me to type in one number that the rumored or official price of the Nexus Five, which is you know higher than previously thought. Yes, and so we'll get to that. Maybe in the show? I don't know. Uh, I didn't put anything in I there. didn't put it in the show either, but I can don't just talk about, about it. it. Yeah. And um, so if if it's um, 350 as what one one might hope, I would only need to extort $66 from each person I need to extort from. Which is? My parents. Hmm. Now... You don't have to extort that much, because I... Yeah, the, $100. Yeah, it comes after. Don't worry about it. Okay. Now, then, if it's, if it's the price that we don't want, but it would be okay if it was anyway, um, if it was $400 or $399.99 for everybody who cares. Most people just want $400, just so you know. <laughs> but, yeah, whatever. Uh, I would have to extort a absurd $97. Uh, so, you know, tax on, uh, Californian products is quite expensive. Isn't it the same as the rest of the states? I don't know. It actually probably is. I have no idea. Pretty sure it is. I don't know. It's it's not Roseville tax. That's all I know. It's 0.3% less. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, but uh, either way, do you anything else cool this week? Uh, yeah, so I got my... Uh, did I tell you that the reason you're producing that show on Saturday? Did I tell you about that? Uh, Rockfest 2013. Oh, I thought you were joking, and then I realized that makes sense. Um, it, you are going to Rockfest. Well, we're going to go to quite the outcrop. Oh, that's, I hope that's you're... The venue. Uh, uh, okay, I was about to say something that would have been totally wrong. Do it, do it now. No, um, do it. I need to know. I can bleep it out later. I mean, you can. You know, I'm, I'm not going to say it. Do it. Mm, can't. I, I have self-esteem. Well, then, I feel bad for you. So... <laughs> I don't even know anymore. So, uh, I, uh, got my official paperwork for going up north to Taylor's Falls and studying rocks at an outcrop. And that, that's what I did. That's what I will be doing on Saturday. And that's what I did this week. No, oh, cool. Yeah. Anyways, are you, uh, ready to start some lightning? You know, we have quite a bit of lightning. Why don't, why don't we do that? Yeah. Well, um, even though I'm producing, do you want to start us off? I think I always start us off. Love. I think I'll do that. Yeah. So, you know T-Mobile, right? I've heard of them. You know, T-Mobile is probably our favorite carrier because, uh, you know, they have a great service. They actually provide coverage. Calls are clear. Internet is fast on that 4G. <sighs> well, T-Mobile is finally almost ready for the LTE war, where the playing field will be level, where no matter how slow to market they were with GSM, it matters not because no matter what... CDMA coverage there was in the world, no matter what 3G, you know, infrastructure there existed. LTE is a fair playing field. It's all new GSM technology. It's all just ready to go. Well, T-Mobile this week, uh, as a part of their third on carrier event, has announced an announcement. They're on the brink of saying that they're the fastest LTE network available in the United States. And literally, the CEO... Uh, John uh, Laguerre has said, I'm not announcing that we're the fastest. I'm announcing that we will be announcing that. Those are his words. Which which makes perfect sense. 
Does it? I feel that a person of my intellectual capabilities could understand that. Could have just said that. I like that. You're going to do that from now on, I am certain of it. I already forgot what. <laughs> too many words. That's just pretty much what. The word announcing was repeated too many times in that sentence. No, 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 it's fine. Yeah, But speaking of what, this, this beautiful third on-carrier event, um, it's going to talk about international levels. Like, no, so normally... Uh, Internet carriers are only doing like stuff around cities and metro stuff, but they're tackling international problems. And um, if you go to any, if you go to any of more than 100 major countries, you will have unlimited data. Texting and calling with will only be 20. Why is this faded out? It's not really fading. It's just burning. Yeah, you know. Uh, that happens. Well, temporarily, I'll take over that. Uh, so, you know, you know, T-Mobile, well, they want to differentiate the, the calling market. And to do that, they're going to basically make Verizon and AT&T look horrible by ruining the, their ability to sway people on international calling features. So, for example, uh, if you want to go to, for example, UK, France, Germany, you know, any of those famous European countries, maybe even Japan or Russia, uh, you could have T-Mobile on the simple choice plan, which I believe is $70 a month, and you would have unlimited data and texting in those countries with free roaming, and any calls you would make there would only be charged at $0.20 cents a minute. Uh, That's pretty reasonable. It is extremely reasonable for international rates, considering that you probably could just Skype with somebody if you really cared. I mean, so, like, for AT&T, like, landline, the stuff we pay for, like, at my house, it's like a dollar. Exactly. Um, for long crazy. distance, yeah. yeah. And so for $0.20 cents a minute, being able to call, just you don't even have to do anything. It's just you just you just get signed into this plan. It's just an addition. And this goes into effect on October 21st, uh, 31st, rather. So in a few weeks. Um, it's a really good deal. And I don't know if I would say this is really... I, I don't know why they're calling this part of the uncarrier system model. Um, I mean, it's a disruption in, in that in that area, but I don't know how many people in the United States this really affects. I wouldn't say enough people to make it worthwhile. Well, maybe that's why they can have the thing. That's probably, yeah, exactly. So the people who are so, you know, who use it will be very happy and pleased and they'll probably convince their friends to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you know what's worse than being scruggled? No, I don't. What could possibly be worse than somebody, a bot, looking at your personal information? Well, what if a bot was on your computer looking at all your personal information? Wasn't even on the server you're connecting to. What if that, would that be worse? That that would be a lot more malicious and worse, yeah. Yes, well, what if you were clicking ads loaded with malware? So, apparently, the anti-Google, the, the Bing, as one might call them, uh, well, they will send you quite frequently... Uh-huh, to to sites with malware on them through their ad system. I don't know what they call their ad system. It's not called AdSense because Bing doesn't make sense. Yeah, you know, that's, that's now, terrible. Now, here's a tip from our, our good friend, Matthew Petchel. Never, ever, ever click on a domain name that ends in .info. Yes, because 100% of all the malware-infected sites all ended with a .info. Like, and so- even if that's not true, the info you're looking for is not on a .info site. Yeah, I mean, because they're 99 cents, so somebody set up all these things on this cheap domain names, and then it must have cost a boatload to have them added, but... Uh, it's probably free. If you, like, register 10,000 domain names in one go, like, you get your thousands for free. No, I mean, for big advertising. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, sure. It's got to be expensive. Like, they're so desperate for ads, though, they're probably discounted. 
You know, that could be. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, gotta watch out. You know what? Yeah. Oh, <sighs> great news. You know that Chromebook that's going to be coming out? Uh, that HP one. That, no, no, oh. no, no, no. The Acer one. The Acer one. The Acer Chromebook is out, and it's 30% thinner, and it has a Haswell in it. <gasps> a Just Haswell? So you know, an i3? No. Oh, what? An i5? So, do you remember the last Celeron? An i7. Um, 1007 and had? Like, no, last, I, don't, I don't know. In the last Chromebook. So, basically, it's pretty much similar in speed to that. It's a dual core, uh, 1.4 gigahertz, um, has onboard HD graphics, which who knows if it can actually out, it, it claims it can output to an HD TV. You know, I'm sure it can because even, uh, you know, like a smartphone running like, um, you know, just an ARM processor can output to, you know, a TV. So I don't think that would be a problem. Yeah. They're also boasting that they're, uh, the new processor can also supports virtualization, so you can put. Uh, Why does that matter on a on Chromebook? It? Yeah, no, 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 no. What virtual were they box? Thinking? Put XP, virtualize XP. Everything's happy. Mm-mm. Yeah, but it has. Um, it only takes fifteen watts. That's a lot lower than the so, previous one. So, is this one of those new Chromebooks that can power over USB? This one, I'm pretty sure, has its own independent charger. Okay. I, I have not read anything. I feel like that's something they would tout pretty hard. Okay. If that was one of their features, but I don't think it is. Because I've hear I've heard that new Chromebooks can do that. Yeah, uh, that would just be weird. You should, you should, you know, you know, um, you should tell me about this solid state drive. Okay, so on an iPad or a tablet, 16 gigs is plenty big for the onboard memory and stuff. But so this has an internal 16 gigabyte SSD in it, and that I think that's way too low for a Chromebook. Really? Why? Well, so I know you're primarily going to be using docs online and other things, but mm-hmm. um, you're going to be doing stuff on offline. And I know you could write like billions and billions of pages of docs for that, but if you're storing pictures and stuff, your phone is already filled. Well, I, I do have to tell you that there really isn't an internal file system that you have access to. So you don't really get to do that anyway. Well, you can still do the ES File Explorer and stuff on the Chromebook. No, because ES File Explorer is Android, and there's no ES File Explorer on the- a Chromebook. No, the Chrome OS has got to have some way to... No, there's no real file explorer at all. I mean, you, there's a staging area for when you use your SD card until it's uploaded, but once you take it out, it goes away. Like, it, it doesn't use its internal storage for storing anything that's offline that's used by the user. Um, so all it does cache is, you know, obviously the operating system for whatever that's worth. Um, it will cache probably Gmail, Docs, and other Google services infrastructure. And then the rest of that is most likely used for, you know, not like, you know, uh, what, what would you call that? Like swap, I guess? Um, well, so it only has four gigs of memory. So, right. I mean, you don't need that much swap space. No, but I mean, when you say only, but I mean, a swap in terms of browser cache. That's what I mean. Like an entire swap drive dedicated to browser cache. That's it. That's all it needs. Yeah, and with this beautiful uh, watch YouTube for later stuff and other things, there's, uh, there's got to be ways to. I don't it think up. that's going to be there. That's not going to be for Chromebooks, as far as I know. It's, it's, that Premiere feature isn't going to be for. No, Chrome that's. OS? I'm pretty sure that's only for Android uh, devices and iPhone devices later, or well, iOS devices. But why would you buy a Chromebook? Yeah, you're you're kind of getting on the track that I'm pushing you towards. Yeah, you know. The, when the buck guy brought his thing, he let me look at it. I never actually got to play with it. You know, so I, he let me play with it, and I, uh, you know, it's it's nice. But the the keyboard was kind of squishy. Like when you when I press down and oh. I type lighter than you do. Did you see the last chiclet keyboard? Like the on a new Acer one, it yeah, has a disgusting chiclet yeah. keyboard. It looks like it's trying to be a MacBook. Well, but... and it's plasticky. Like yeah. so, that's it's almost the same keyboard on the Samsung model that Ian Buck has. But so you you know how you have your Unicomp keyboard, right? 
Yeah, with the buckling keys. And so you, the buckling keys, right? And so you know you, you need to uh, apply quite some number of newtons to get that going, right? Uh, around thirty. And so on the keyboard that you're using there, how many newtons do you think you need to use? Well, if you're comparing, if thirty newtons is mine, I'm guessing this one's around seven. Six okay, right. Newtons. So so on the MacBook Air, what would you say? Like about the same. Like I would say maybe a bit, even a bit a little bit less than that one because the resistance on MacBook Air is much less resistance. Well, the distance travel is a lot less. Like, well, and there's much less resistance compared to that one. Um, but there's there's literally none. There is. You just can't feel it because you're a brute. Um, but what I'm saying is the the problem with the Chromebook that Ian has is that when you press any key, you could see the whole keyboard platter flex downward, and a subduction fault should not be in your laptop. So, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to make of things like that. Um, and until they fix that, I really don't know what to say. And, and it's the same with the trackpad. Uh, subduction fault should not be in your trackpad either. When you touch it, it should not bend inward. Yeah. But, um, so with all these cool new features, um, so with the uh, new Haswell and all these other things, and like, it's not just DDR3, it's DDR3L. What is that? Low L do? power. Is that what that is? It's a, it's like, do you know how, it, it takes like nothing to refresh the. No, I, I didn't think so. Well, apparently it was even up lower. Less nothing. <laughs> um, Good. And it's supposed to get eight and a half hours of battery. Well, I am pleased to hear that they can eke that out, which is better compared to what the six the other one can get. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you can you can get this uh, new Acer Chromebook. What do you know? What they're calling the official name, like Acer Chromebook? Everyone's just calling it the Chromebook from Acer. Wow, that's pretty informative. Well, you can pre-order it now for just two forty-nine, um, but it's not out yet, and I I don't know if it told me what day it would be out. I don't think the Amazon page has that information, but you know, whatever. Yeah. But uh, speaking from, of Chromebooks, so do you know that other manufacturer that was uh, going to come out with some? Uh, Samsung. Nope. And oh. uh, give you a hint, it's not that other one I was really looking forward to. Lenovo. Lenovo? They were making one, were they? No, they are not. I'm just saying oh. PC manufacturers. Oh, you got me! <laughs> no, it's not Toshiba either. It is the beloved HP one. Oh, the HP one. You mean that nice HP Chromebook 14 is coming out? 14? 11. Oh, crap. It's three less. Yeah. That's useless. Well, okay, what is it about? Well, officially, it's on the Play Store right now for 279 Good. Um, it has a bunch of cool features on it. Um it features the Exynos uh, 5250, which is the same thing as the previous uh, Samsung generation. Which is crap. Um, same RAM, same internal storage, um, and uh, kind of looks halfway decent and feels sturdy by the images. So, so according to The Verge, it still has flex, but when you press down on the keyboard, it doesn't subduct anymore. So I feel like that's an advantage. I I would definitely feel... Like that is uh, not at a disadvantage. So, so what do you think about having these weird blue bands? So, so their their design scheme here is really odd. So instead of having just you know like no color, they decided to go with one primary color called white, which is not a primary color in any direction. And then they decided to go with real primary colors as accents: red, blue, and green, and yellow. And and green really isn't one of those, but it's a Google it's color, a so it's, color. It's it's primary now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are just the primary pigments. The other three. Yeah. No, primary color. No, no, no. If you ask Google what the primary colors are, 
You're only going to get no, three. No, no, but, but, it, but it is. No, it's not a primary color. Red, green, and blue are the primary colors. The primary pigments are the other. Yeah, okay. Let me know how that goes for you when you but ask Google a question. Google. Oh, I don't have a Moto X. I'm sorry. I, I, I couldn't get a Moto X. Google. Oh, okay. So, okay. Let me tell you about this. So this week, there was a new update for the Google Now thing, right? You know Google Now? Yeah. You could just say Google previously, and it would just go. But now you have to say, okay, Google, and it will go eventually. Okay, Google, what are the primary colors? It only got the word colors, because it's a piece of crap. And so it's it only... worked better before the update. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it either. It's and, fifth, it's $29 more expensive than the previous model of the Samsung variety. It has all the same internals, the same processor. I don't know if the screen is different. It may or may not be. I don't know. Ian Buck would have to confirm on that one. Uh, the cool thing, though, is that you do get 100 gigs of, you know, Google, you know, drive storage for free for two years, which is a pretty good deal. That's the life of the Chromebook. More or less. Minus a year. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're, you know... You don't no. keep it for a year. Yeah, okay, you're right. Uh, so right. I, I would say, you know, that that could almost be worth it on its own. Yeah. And so I'm a owner of a HP Mini 110, and um, the keyboard is identical to, to that. that. Yeah. And everything just seems like they ripped pretty hard against it. I wouldn't be surprised if they literally did that. Like the... Now, I heard there was going to be a black version, but I don't see it. So it makes me believe that it's not out yet. Yeah, and um, I don't like this thing right here either. No, actually, that's really cool. So in the dark, it glows. Yeah. So you know, like the Apple logo, instead of being an Apple logo, it's just Google Color Slit. Yeah. So basically, I just have one question about this device okay. from everything I've seen and know about this. is Because it's the same size as a Mini, is it going to have the same heat meltage if you stick it underneath a furnace? Oh, you know, it's funny you ask that. Uh, oh, the, due it, to, it is white. Due to conclusive testing... Um, done by the Verge. I have I I have learned this amazing fact. It will melt itself from the inside. So I don't even have to have my friend no, shove it under a furnace. Good. <laughs> now I know. Nope. Don't even need that. Good. But also good to know. Uh, Google's bug bounty program is expanding, and it is going to include new open standards. Uh, you know, into the program, such as bind. Uh. ICS DHCP and OpenSSH, which is very important because, you know, we all kind of use OpenSSH. Yeah, and so you use it and then every everyone uses it. Everyone. Like everyone like, uses Apache, everyone like uses Like there is no way you can you you can no way you can be a programmer these days and not use SSH. And it's OpenSSH that you're using. Like ninety nine percent of all DHCP servers you're gonna or uh uh DNS servers you're going to run are going to be bind. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the one thing people use. Right. And so Google, now that they're an internet service provider... Oh, yeah, you know, they are. All, it all turns out. Other things, they decided that it needs to do be that. a safe world. So so you can... Uh, if, if you find a bug in any of these nice, you know, open standards, you can get anywhere, depending on the severity and how well you fix it, 500 to 1,000... Or 3,133 and 70 cents. Do you know why that number is? In that? USD. Because that's, that's how it's always been for the last couple of years. Uh, I was assuming it was some percentage of some other number. Mm. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Google Hi. TV, Google TV. Do you what? like Google TV? No, no, not really. I really like my Chrome stick. Yeah, well, you know, do you know anyone who had a Google TV back when they came out like two years ago? Personally, no. I Nobody's talked about them forever. Um, The last time I heard anybody... T- so do you remember when I got my touchpad? It was that one summer. Yeah. Like, I guess before I went to college then. So it was that summer when I got the MacBook Air and I still had cash left over. And so 
at like it was a week after I got the uh, after I got the touchpad. There was this fire sale on review, like it was called the Logitech Review. It was a Google TV product. Uh, I was gonna get one for ninety nine bucks, but it's like that thing sucks. My yeah. touchpad's better. <laughs> yes, your touchpad is better. Yeah, but it's getting a rebranding soon. Really? And, um, it's gonna be called the Chrome Stick. No, 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 no. What's better than Google TV? Droid TV. Or Android TV. Well, good, because otherwise Verizon would break it. No, I mean, this Droid TV sounds better, but Android just sounds mm, too well, long. Well, I understand that Droid TV might sound better, but that's affiliated with Verizon, which makes it evil. Or working. If you say Verizon works, you are deluded. I'm on Virgin Mobile. Anything else works. That's not true. Yeah. But I'm glad they're going to rebrand it. And, yeah. and, so, and apparently uh, these leaks that are coming out about this indicate what? Uh, another event. Well, Not breakfast with Sundar. It, it could be lunchtime, but but you know it, 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 this is an illusion. If this is true, and we are starting to see leaks about Android TV, it is likely soon that we'll see a product with it. Yeah, uh, I, hopefully I, a Nexus Five at the same time. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't launch it with you know four point four and some you know integration with that. It would make sense, and they could also suddenly at that one very moment make the Chrome stick not suck. Uh, you know, just like Google, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Microsoft, you know them. Heard them. Well, they don't like cookies anymore either. Neither does Google. Google wants to track you better, so does Microsoft, because whatever Google can do, Microsoft can do worse. Well, they want to make new cookies for the modern web, and specifically, they want to fill the gaps where cookies fall short, like on mobile, consoles, and streaming video. Hmm, cool. Now, they did not say how they were going to do this, and they didn't say when they were going to do this by. And they basically alluded to the fact that they just started working on this, like, last month. Which means this won't happen for years. Or it won't happen at all. Which is what I hope. So how would you think they could do this? They can't. Exactly. Unless they come up with a new protocol, there's no way that any of this can happen. And who would adopt it? Ex- well, no, so that doesn't actually matter. So if they only track you on Windows products, it doesn't actually matter. So, but they already know Putin, nobody's using okay. I understand. But if they're only tracking you on Xbox... On Windows Phone, whatever that's worth, Surface. I feel like they can already track everything you do on the Xbox. Yeah, they probably could, honestly. Uh, they, they are. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they can already see where you are in the room. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They can. Like, I guess, I guess you're right. They they pretty much got they filled the gaps, all right? But yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been tracking everything people do, by making you get the always on, like the live yeah. and all the other things. Cause right. They'd like to see what games are selling and what games people are pouring their soul into well okay so then they're still mobile and they're still streaming video they gotta work they got to get that streaming video i think they need to work on the broader problem of mobile that there is none for them oh yeah maybe they got the new lumias and the stuff they're gonna it's gonna catch up oh so ian buck just has uh real-time feedback because he's not even listening to the show but he can like read my mind or something ian buck says that the acer c720 which is the official name of the product we were mentioning earlier which is a terrible name, just so you know, um, for $250 totally beats the Chromebook HP 11. That's his official verdict on this. Yeah, well, you want one that you wouldn't be able to melt right away. So it's $20 less, and it has a Celeron, which is going to be better than an ARM anyway. Really? It, the, the, the ARM one only has seven hours or six hours, if you're lucky, of battery life, where the, the Celeron allegedly had 8.5. But those are all allegedly. I know, I know. My HP Mini advertised having nine hours of battery four in real life i got about two mm, okay but that was because i was always in um console mode and you, you think that when you're in text only 
you would have amazing battery. Turns out that's actually incredibly the lie. I don't think anybody lied to you. I think you just assumed something that was false. Nine hours of battery. That's what I was supposed to get. No, no. Nine hours of battery using an operating system that is modern and designed to use things appropriately. I was really surprised that I had all the drivers for it. That is pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, Google Maps, Google Maps. Love I Google love Maps. Google Maps. And do you know what you've been wanting for years? Well, yes, actually, I do know. You've always been complaining and saying that, oh, I don't know how to find a single thing around here. And if I'm trying to go on a two-hour road trip, I want to stop and see some sites. So I want to have multiple destination support. Right. That's what I've always wanted. Uh, so this came up when I was going to uh, Franconia State Park, and I wanted to go to Wendy's. And I didn't want to lose my Franconia destination because I already typed the bloody thing out. And I, it's hard. I, and it is. You can't just look at the last thing you typed in because it clears everything. Yeah. You can't just and it sucks. do that. And I, so I, I wanted just to have it, on, like, pick a Wendy's on my route and just tell me how to get there. Well, guess what? You can now. Yes. Um, so Google's rolling this feature out. Uh, mess- multiple uh, multiple destination support. Um, and you get to keep the final destination while adding as many other pit stops along the way as you want. It's so great. Yeah. So apparently this was available on the previous version of the mobile app that was discontin- discontinued in summer for Android 4 and above. Um and I think even you might even have the update now. I'm not sure. I, I I won't be able to use it because I can barely use Maps. Yeah, that's like kind of what I thought. So so it was apparently a feature previously, but then when the new version went out, they, they removed the feature. Now it's back. And now I haven't verified this, but I heard rumors of it now also coming to the web version. And it has. Because I, I, I had not been able to verify this rumor, so I'm glad you confirmed it for us. It has been confirmed. It has my seal of approval. Wow, that's that's a, that's a thing. Because yeah, it says so right here. Oh, well. So, that's not really a seal of approval. No, it's sealed. Speaking of approval, Foxconn is the latest arbiter of your grades. Well, not your grades, but somebody's grades. And like a thousand students. That's like no one in China. Well, their latest plan is to force thousands of interns, and by interns I mean literally students going to school and then interning for them, to work on building PlayStation 4s. And if they don't do it fast and well, eh, you just don't get a grade. Or a passing one. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I mean, that's that's, a, that's amazing. You know, like, there's... I would love to get a PlayStation 4 built by interns who don't care. Well, I don't know if you'd really love that, because, like, when you load it up, there's going to be, like, one, like, spitting in it, and it'll burn out when you plug it in. Yeah, and then when I open up the case to figure out why it burned, burned out, I Burned like, out! Fingernails and other things. <laughs> or a finger. Or an entire finger. I wouldn't put Which it in case past I would return to sender. Like, <laughs> like, that would just be going right back to China. Wait, so you wouldn't even. Return? No. Oh, okay. I won't. I won't no, no. What would Target <laughs> want with it? <laughs> they would. I think they would want to take a picture. Oh, you got some bees. What? In your recessed lights, you got. You just had some bees go up there. How many? But two. That's impossible. Were they connected? You know, it was hard to tell, but I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, you know Valve. I do. Well, um, so Valve only explained their plans for the NVIDIA-based prototypes of the Steam machines, but people were angry, so Valve released a statement confirming their intent to have Steam machines with AMD-based internals for the 2014 launch. And so, why do you think they're doing that? Well, I... Do you think they're going to be i7s with AMD graphics cards? Yes. Because that's what I'm thinking, too. Okay. there's no way they'd put anything... So, so, like, I mean... The the top of the line AMD what what is it uh, I don't the even know the volcanic what, island crap. no 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 I mean processor wise what is it called it's 
it's bulldozer. It's a bulldozer still. It's not it's not steamroller yet. So the top of the line steamroller uses more power. Uses more power than the i five or i seven, and it's about as fast as an i five. So one would also more expensive than the i five. I think it actually is cheaper than the i five, but that's not a good good enough deal. Not by too much though. Like I think an i five is about two fifty, and uh, and uh, an i seven is cheap. And what did I just say? I don't even know what I'm talking about. You'd have to look it up. Yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna look it up. I, I have. But... I still have more to tell you about it. So, so, so AMD just released the newest cards for the AMD graphics lineup, and those are nice. And those are extremely nice. The 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 biggest one being the R nine two ninety X. Which beats out in some ways the uh, GTX, or I don't even know if it's a GTX. I guess it's just a Titan at that point. So the you know the Nvidia Titan, and if if those just came out, obviously Steam couldn't have gotten a hold of them to put in the prototypes because they just came out. So that makes sense. Now on the, on the other hand, uh, I also think it would be interesting to see what they would do with the lower end because um, Nvidia right now kind of has their 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 tiering kind of set on a very high price point. Like they 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 are getting down there with the the seven sixty um in the in the mid two hundred fifty dollar range. But that's still pretty expensive for a lot of people. I I I got my um you know Radeon HD seven seventy seven D seventy seven seventy for only one hundred twenty dollars. And so that the hundred twenty to hundred sixty dollar range is really where AMD could excel if they wanted to, and I think they do. And it provi- provides pretty good and decent graphics on this it card. Does. It provides two HDMI's, uh, mini display, and a DVI. I believe is that right? I can't see from here. Yeah, I don't but care. You're hooking this up to your TV, right? Usually. usually. Well, we, yeah. we don't quite know how people are gonna do it. Yeah, but it's going to be for TV use. I don't understand Steam. Did machines. you see those controllers? And I I like the controllers. I really want to try it because it it seems I do want to try it. It seems to me to be a very clever idea to just skip the analog stick altogether and just use precision based, you know, touch pads. So you know you know the new um, Touch ID on the new iPhone, right? Yeah. So you know that that little scanner that's there. It's using a um, a sensor that allows it to scan up to 500 PPI, and so if that's the same scanner that they're using on the Valve controller, or the Steam controller rather, uh, at that same resolution, that is an extremely high resolution for fingerprint scanning. And if they're doing that, that's great. I'd love to see that and use it and just took it up to my Windows computer. You know, <laughs> you could probably do that. Yeah, I think I can. So, you know, you know Pixar? I've never heard of them. No, I've never heard of them either. There's this guy named Steve. He bought them and then he turned them around and then they made a billion dollars in like a week. Anyway... Not even Pixar is immune from the poor economy. Not even Pixar. Pixar Canada will be shuttering soon. So in other words, they'll be closing their doors forever and good. And about a hundred jobs in Canada from people who were working there will be lost. It is so sad. A hundred? A hundred. You know, what are they going to go do? No, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that means they're going to be forced to move to the U.S. to work in a local headquarters or if they're going to, I don't know, like... See, I don't know. I don't know how Pixar's divisions work. Like, I don't know if Pixar Canada makes their own movies and then they, or they just produce side assets. So, like, you know how when you sell movies in a country, they have the support numbers, or right, other exactly, things, and like they have the language translations. So, yeah, Canada has multiple languages. Like they have, to have the English the French and French and all the other crap. Right. Um. So I, I wonder if because a hundred people can't can't do anything because i'm guessing thousands of people work on pixar movies i'm sure they do so i don't really know how big of an impact this is and the other question i have is 
isn't Canada kind of angry at this point? Like, every big business they have is kind of blowing up there. Well, they still have plenty of big businesses. Like what? They have the CBC. The BlackBerry is gone. Now the Pixar Canada is gone. What's next? Rogers? Their government? <laughs> Ours is gone. Yeah, you're, you, well, it's been gone for 14 days, I think. Wait, no. Not yet. No. no Coming here. soon. It will be that soon. Like no, that was headlines. Okay, though. now, now just just for a little game here, mm-hmm. how much do you think the average person at Pixar Canada is paid as an annual salary? No, sixty thousand. Sixty? That's it. Eighty. I'm I'm thinking at least a hundred base because really, yeah, because these people are are premier. They're working for Pixar, not like some just you know so unknown shop. I think that's a hundred k base. Oh, so it's completely speculative. If you don't know. No, I don't. Oh, but but just no. imagine how much money is getting dumped out of the Canadian economy from losing just a hundred jobs because these people work at Pixar. Like if this had just been like, meh, some gas station change shutting down, no big deal. Gas stations are actually <laughs> quite big around there. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, let's move along. I don't know, like the SO stations up there. Like they make a killing because they have it all. It's like five fifty a gallon up there. That, yeah, that's because they don't subsidize their gas. They don't, and they I have mean, the higher I mean margin. Their petrol. No, no, they call it gas. I know, I know. I'm just uh, but troll. Advertisements and harassment is still French troll. Uh huh. <laughs> Either way, um, so Apple trolled us. So we were getting ready for this event on Tuesday, the fifteenth. Yes, next Tuesday. I was, I was ready. I had my Apple flag. I had two, and they're both charged. But we did, we couldn't use them because the event has been moved to the twenty second. So in two weeks. Yes, and um. Much better than my seal of improvement, we have the fabulous, famous, and bearded Darwimple seal of approval. Yep, he said yep. Yeah. Yeah, so inspect and invite, inspect, expect, and invite next week, just in time for that uh, alleged Google uh, Nexus 5 event. Yeah, cool. And, and, and also just in time, you know, with that event being two weeks away, you know, and last week Maverick's going into the Gold Master form, you know, that seems like perfect timing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's also quite clever that at this very moment, a new OS, new OS X has appeared in the server logs of various websites around the world. Mm, you know, you know, you, you wouldn't think that it'd just be like, you know, ten point nine point one or ten point nine point zero one, like a bug fix, right? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. It's a whole version number above that. It's ten point ten. Now, I would like to challenge you to pronounce the name of this particular 10.10 build of OS 10. Cinera. What? Syrah. That's what I would say, Syrah. But I feel like that's really weird. No, it's fine. Let's ask Google Voice. We're asking them. Syrah. Do it in the first text box. Syrah. It's English to English, just so you know. Oh, I couldn't see from here. Okay. Do you want to hear what that would sound like in Arabic? (laughs) S-Y-R-A-H. Thank no, you. I totally think you really wanted it Suda. in Spanish. All right. Does that answer all your questions? It does. Thank you. Uh, I'm I'm glad. Okay. Sura. In case you're Danish. I'm not. You're not feeling Danish today? No, I am not feeling like a Danish. Uh, well, it's, is that really flippy of all? What? F-I-L-I. Oh, Filipino. Oh, my gosh. No. no like, it's, it's, it's like the small in the lettering. No. It, yeah. Uh, well, who knows? Hey, do you want to know what I know? I would love to. I know something about Amazon. Not letters. No, no, words. It's Amazon. I, I classify it as a word. Go ahead. But there's a conglomeration of letters bound by 
word. Don't even try. Either way, Amazon is rolling out their pay with Amazon service in preparation for competing with PayPal Google Wallet. Like, um, nobody uses Google Wallet. Like, I've used Google Wallet three times in my life. Like, for something? All two of those times were to buy something on purpose from the Play Store. And oh, the other, okay, okay. And the other one time was to, I think, like, buy something on Mona Price because I didn't have a PayPal, PayPal account at the time. And then I just went and made a PayPal account. It was so much easier. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, industry standard. But, um, so Amazon wants to cut to the action, and I, I actually think they have the power to make one that works. And, and they have the power to do that because they have 215 million active customers. And now I know I only wrote 200. I was about to say, that. <laughs> I mean, is that a joke? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I forgot the word million there. But, so it, this is not just like, just a button. It's actually just an entire framework, very much like the PayPal framework is. So you can integrate this into your, your own website and your own business. So you can, you can put up your, you know, you don't even need a merchant account, obviously, because it's going through third party. So you don't have to worry about any of those details. And it's really nice. It's really great. And so you, you can put it right next to your pay with PayPal or pay with wallet button and it'll work just fine. No problem. Yeah. And so finally, I have to ask you a question. Do you remember Nest? You know, I think I remember when you said, I'm cold in my house, and the only way I could stay warm is if I get a premier thermostat. That's the only way I'll let the heat be on. And so then my parents directly went out to the local Menards and purchased a $139 stupid touchscreen resistive piece of crap thermostat, and instead of buying a Nest, that's what they got. And so, well, here we are now, freezing. Not really. So, you know, mine's like 100 years old. Yeah, I don't know how you people live like that. But on the other hand, your house is, like, thin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, a couple of weeks ago, you know, uh, Nest launched their new automation API. I think we talked about that here. And this week... Yes, we did. It was in I the did. show notes. didn't. And uh, this week, the Nest group is releasing a new product. It is a smoke detector. It's called Nest Protect. Now, I have to tell you, in 2011, I predicted that they would be making a smoke detector because it's the next logical thing to make. Now, I did not predict this is how they would make it. I thought it would just be a smoke detector. I didn't think it would do such like crap. Be, yeah. Like, I didn't think it would be actually hooked up to Wi-Fi. I, I, I never thought that would be having a purpose. Well, I mean, it makes sense to get more information from things, but square? Okay, no. so so it looks like a square. It comes in two colors, black and white. It has an LED ring around the next... next nest logo um it features a smoke and carbon dioxide monoxide i don't know detector uh it features a primary wi-fi communication protocol it features a secondary rf network in case your power goes out so that's kind of cool so i i guess it uses like a fake phone network you know like for like cordless house phones um if you you know obviously you you attach it to your wi-fi and so when you do that um if there's a fire in one room, it will tell you on the other units in the house in which room the fire is in. For example, if you're cooking and it, it, it you know, it smells some smoke but not a lot of smoke, it'll say there's something going on in the kitchen, but it won't like scream bloody murder. But if it feels physical heat and it feels a lot of smoke, it'll scream bloody murder and wake you up. Now, it also can do fun things like tell your nest where you are. So if you're walking around in your basement, but not your main floor because your office is in the basement, and your ne- and your uh, nest protect detects you down there with its infrared light sensor, it will you know tell the nest to keep it warmer or something. I don't know. Um, and finally, the best feature is when you walk under it at night, it will light up its LED to show you where you're going so you don't run into a wall. I actually think that that is the best feature. 
I would stick something to my ceiling just for that. That's what I thought. And, and I think that's all they needed to do. I don't think they needed all this Wi-Fi crap. Um, now, this is the kicker, though. It's not a cheap product. It's $129. And how many rooms do you have in your house? So, uh, according to Marco Armnet, our famous podcaster. And car purchaser. Uh, Car purchaser galore and seller of <laughs> services and apps. Um, according to him, at least in New York where he lives, not necessarily where we live, just so you know, uh, you need to have a smoke detector in each bedroom and on the hallway or adjoining room to any bedroom. So if you have a hallway, it needs to be one outside the bedroom and one in the bedroom. Um, and so that's what the law is there, at least. Don't know what it is here. However, there was one in this room. There still is. There should be one out the, on the outside of this room, but there isn't. I think we threw it somewhere. That's, there's there. It is? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's actually wired. That one's just battery. Oh, well, who knew? So, um, I would say you'd need one in each bedroom and then in each hallway. So, in this particular house, there's two. This is a bedroom, just so you know. I don't, I don't know why. You know, no closet now. No, but apparently the, 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 the tax people came and looked at it and he still said it was a bedroom. This? Yeah. Well, take the door off. I don't, so they said it would still be counted as a bedroom because of the egress window. So what if we knock down that wall? It's fake. They'd say the whole room is a bedroom that because of the egress window. They want them to fill it? No! It doesn't matter. It's like $30. Nobody cares. Oh. Yeah. Well, anyway. Still fill it. So I think we have one, two, three, four, five-ish, and then, like, let's say eight in this house. Eight smoke detectors. Mm-hmm. So that would be $1,000 for smoke detectors. If we got nest or nest protects for each one, I really don't think you need that many. But there's there's five bedrooms technically. Well, you could subsidize it with the cheap ones you already have stuck to your ceilings. Like I only have one on each floor. Well, yeah, but nobody cares if your house burns up. Yeah, because you'll probably be the one to set it on fire. Yeah. Either way, I only have three in my house, and that's all we we've never had an issue. Well, yeah, because you haven't had a fire. Yeah, but we got them all wired together, so yeah, exactly. the basement goes, the whole house goes. So Right, and that's exactly how we have it here, and, and we don't even leave when it happens. Remember that? Oh, one of my first times <laughs> over in this establishment, um, it went off in the upstairs, and we just continued watching Bleach. Yeah, and then my mom yelled down. and You like... failed! <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. Either way, we got a video. There's no audio. Oh, I hear it. So there's no... No okay. no words? I'll describe. So do you know how when the thing goes beeping? Yes. And it's like 14 Annoying. feet in the air? Yeah, you use a stick to hit it, right? Or find a ladder, trip and fall and die. Well, that person looks pretty dangerous. Who would step on something like that? Yeah. I've done that. I've taken my smoke detector down and taken the battery out. So I had one go off because they're all wired together. I ripped it off the wall. And then it kept it ringing in the basement in the living room. Ew, it's an iPad mini. It's uh cool. So there's two different colors. Heads up, there's smoke in the dining room. Smoke. Oh, y- yes, you can wave at it and it'll stop messing with you. Heads up, there's smoke in the bedroom. Yeah, because there's a candle. That's a lot of smoke for the candle. No, that's a bad candle. I thought they were totally gonna do heads up, there's smoke on the outside. Either way, carbon monoxide, all the other... But that's cool. I think it's it's a, it's a good step in the right direction. I just don't know if the price is going to be acceptable to normal people. Well, so when you're buying a house, you're already burning 100000 minimum. I understand, yeah. Like, So when my dad you know, and I talked about this back in 2011, now he, 
I know he talked about this with me because I was there. Although when I asked him again about this, it uh, about it again this weekend, he had no memory of t- ever talking about this. So there you go. Um, I always imagined Nest making a smartphone prile, uh, profile thermostat or smoke detector instead. So it'd be about the thickness of an iPhone four or so, and you would just you know adhesive it to the ceiling, and it would just be that, and then it would just beep at you or flash at you or ping your other phones or something. And so according to Nest, the reason that it's so thick and large is that they had to use an existing carbon monoxide detector um, because in order to get certification for 2014, they had to use somebody who had already been tested rather than, you know, make their own or pick one that was smaller that hadn't been tested yet. Yeah. Which is, it's taking up space on your ceiling. I understand, but it still is gigantic. Um, I still think they can, they will make it smaller for next revision. Of course. Um, Someday it's just going to be something you sticky to your walls. Well, I mean, it should be something you literally just adhesive to your ceiling, and it should be about the thickness or profile of a of a phone. They had a twisting mounting ring like the yeah. current style. So mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's all we got for news this week. Pretty much. And so, do you know what it's time for? Not, oh, not uh, plugs. No, no sponsors. Not sponsors. We got none. Why? Because Mailchimp said no. Oh, you know, you know. Actually, I don't think we want Mailchimp anymore. So this week, uh, Marco banned them. Oh, really? Why? Um. So apparently, uh, isn't it who banned them? Marco. Marco kicked them out of his website and like his life. But it's Benjamin who. I know, I know. But Marco had them as a sponsor at one time, I believe. Mm. Um. So Marco did it because he was getting too much spam from them. Yeah. So apparently, a lot of services, like they all know Marco's email address. But unless, uh, apparently Marco um, was maliciously signed up to many MailChimp newsletters, and he didn't like it anymore, and the unsubscribe button wasn't working, and he was so angry. Well, they're good at sending mail. That's what I hear. That's their whole gimmick. Yep. Yeah. But because we, we can't find any plugs, and that's that's our thing, like, we plug things because we're consumers. we got to steal something from the other show. Well, I'm getting a big Nexus 5 next week, so, I mean, you know, I'll be plugging up and down next week. And I'll be plugging a Nexus 4 the week after. <laughs> um, but no, uh, so we are doing Kickstarter of the week. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's something that Man, uh, I don't think we're going to get any feedback for. I don't know if we've ever heard of the control structure. I, I don't think they do plugs, so we can do their thing. Just this once. Okay. Plus, go, go every ahead. week after. Yeah, okay. What is it? Either way. So you know how I like the little Arduino before I made it work backwards? And by work backwards, you mean not at all. It worked backwards for a good three seconds. Okay. Either way, uh, burned that thing up. Um, I thought about getting another one. Thought about spending like 50 bucks and just start making my own. That seems like hard work. Well, I, I, I just thought it'd be fun. But fun is not equal to easy, so I don't know if you're yeah. good at that. Um, so, I mean, so for $20, you can get the Arduino um, Uno and... Um, for $60 more, you can get the new Gameduino 2. I meant, it is a, uh. Um, Isn't that a total of $80? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's modular. You can, you can move that $80 to make it something else. So. Just, just wondering. Yeah. So, new Kickstarter, and My it's awesome. Though, very happy back here on Kickstarter with this Gameduino 2. Just like the original Gameduino, it plugs into your Arduino. Like this. Has a built in screen. That screen's also a touch screen. But it does a lot more than that. Here's a short film about some of the things it can do. Thank you. And then he shows all the games that are available, but nobody cares. But no, I just want to point out one thing. It does have a file system online. Okay, but but when you use the file system, 
Does it only say something about kittens? Oh, selfie. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm okay, I'm, I'm okay with that, then. Here's the GPU that does picture and sound. This is the three-axis accelerometer. So it's got a bunch of other side. things. It's got a nice little Here's screen. Um, it's 480 Alpha by Jack. 273. So I would say that's um, pretty low resolution, just so you know. SD slot. Is it better than a Game Boy Advance? Your it has a backlight. I mean, it's touch like screen. I mean, I understand, however, I don't think the games are going to be nearly as compelling as those on a Game Boy Advance, so I don't know if it matters. So, would you want to make a game... No, I wouldn't. ...like Angry Birds on a phone or on something you could tactically build, too? I would prefer to build it for the iPhone first, because I know people spend money on the iPhone, and I know the hardware platform stays pretty consistent year to year. And I also know that iOS APIs are fairly decent compared to the Android APIs, which change literally every six months. So what if you had something like Greenfoot you could just export to a little handheld device you made? I think I might have to set fire to my computer and tell my Nest to be quiet while my house burns down because of it. There's got to be a cheaper solution. No, no, Greenfoot is the bane of the universe. Wait, no, 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 never mind. The bane of the universe is self-plunged. So... Yeah. <laughs> Either way, no, I thought it was kind of cool, so we wanted to that talk That is about cool, it. but I just don't know if it's worth it. Now, so what is the Kickstarter asking for as its, like, you know, backing goal? It, oh, it, it met, met. But what was um, it? It was 6700 That's pretty cheap, actually. Um, so I I had this open at uh, noon today, and there was, like, 120. There's already 228, and it's 17322 They've They've met their goal. 27 days to go, huh? Yeah, and you, you saw the guy had a working one. Um but they're not ready to ship yet, and they're building more. Um, all in all, this is just a cool project. So can I put a Kickstarter in for this week? If you could come up with one on the spot. I did. Look in the show notes. Uh, yeah, I'll play the video. I believe there is a video. Now, I could tell you a little bit about it first if you wanted. Talk to me. <laughs> is this a show? Yes, this is a show. Oh, wow. I should do this show tell more. Me about it. So this Kickstarter is slightly different. It's more of a consumer product, although that it seems absurd to me. I don't think it's going to uh, pass its funding goal. I believe its funding goal is about uh, $435,000. Is that somewhere near right? That's right. Okay. Um, I mean, I can't see it from here, so I have no idea. Open it on your bloody screen. (laughs) No. No, it's in a different tab now. Busy. And so the product is called Split, and what what it does, or its gimmick, is that it's the... I can read it from here. Now you can. (laughs) Figure text. And so the idea is you don't need cables or dongles or any type of wireless magic to make them play music. So what it does is it has two earbuds, one for each ear, and there's no Bluetooth, no Wi-Fi, no nothing. So you you put the music on the earbuds on each one individually. They sync at the same time, so it's not a big deal. And then they use a crystal clock, which with high precision, to synchronize the playback uh, rate so that it plays the same song, whatever it is, in the same year at the same time, or in different years at the same time. And so that's actually pretty cool. And so if you play the video up on top, uh, he'll tell you more about it. Uh, I don't remember what his name is, though, Hi. sorry. My name is Marco, and the pull in my hand is Split. Split is a truly wireless, portable audio player. These earphones are magnetic. When you split them, they power up and they start playing music. Split is a standalone wearable player. Each earphone has a memory chip inside that stores your songs. This means you don't need to carry anything. Split offers an easy and hassle-free listening experience. The production version will store up to 24 songs 
and have up to four hours of battery life. Split is very small and light. It has no buttons to press. To skip track, just bite. To change volume, double bite. High, medium or low. A very gentle bite is sufficient. You don't even need to open your lips. And to avoid accidental changes, we have made it easy to lock it. Just tap the right earphone. Split has no conventional ports or sockets. Its magnet pads work as connectors and allow you to upload songs from your computer and to recharge the batteries using a special USB cable. Split uses no Bluetooth. At the core of its unique pairing technology are two high-precision crystal clocks, one per earphone. With the help of software that we developed, the clocks reach a precision of less than one part per million. When the two earphones are separated, the clocks start ticking synchronously, enabling music playback at the same sample rate, no matter how far apart the earphones are. Just as two perfectly synchronized watches keep the same time without being physically connected. The teeth bite creates a vibration pulse that travels along the jawbone. The vibration has a distinctive signature, which is detected by a custom-made three-axis accelerometer. We have built a redundant near-field radio link to ensure that the earphones do not get decoupled when tracks are changed with a simple bite. Split gives music lovers an unprecedented freedom of movement. The hand-free user interface is a feature we are very proud of. You're able to control your player without stopping what you're doing. Keep your gloves on in the cold. Walk, bike, jump, exercise without cables, dongles or external attachments. All you need is right there in your ears. Split fits comfortably in the ear canal and it is smaller than anything else on the market. It is so discreet you forget you have it on. And so will everyone else. In fact, I'm wearing it right now. In Split, the left and right stereo channels are generated yes, by two independent... So, um, I think it's a cool product. Now, in, in, in today's age, it makes no sense to purchase this because 24 songs um, Is isn't anywhere near acceptable. Um, the iPod launched you know, more or less with a thousand songs in your pocket. That was the, the, the catchphrase, the motto that Steve Jobs touted. And that was in 2001. So 24 songs now isn't really a good deal. I think it is. So to to uh, purchase this, you need to pledge at least $155. Um, but it doesn't matter because they're not going to meet their funding goal anyway because, you know, their funding goal is 435000 and they've only made 50000 out of 20 days to go. So I don't think they're going to make it unless they pull off some amazing stunts. Now, the reason I thought this was cool is because the idea of using clocks in this particular way and then having the data stored in each one and then, you know, synchronizing in such a clever fashion is pretty clever. It's, you know, unique and interesting. But I think it's about 10 years too late. If this had launched in 2003 with, you know, maybe not 1,000, but maybe, you know, 250, 500 songs, that'd be cool. Or if it supported, you know, like, podcasts, that'd be really cool. So instead of having to have my phone with me on a jog, not that I would do that in my life, you know, that'd be cool just to have earbuds that would play my podcast for me. So I, it's a cool project, but it's just not, not going to work. Yeah, and so one of the issues I see with this, so... It doesn't con con connect to the other side at all. Like it's like when you bite, you have to have both of them in at the same time. Correct. So 
what a lot of people do is I share earbuds. I see that. I saw that taking a place well, a lot more when I was back at Central, but I, I don't think, ever see anybody I, do that. I, I think this is for not sharing them. Well, so if you had one, this and then you, so two people have them, and you're skipping tracks, so you're biting, like, mm, mm. so the clocks are synchronized, but everyone's on different tracks, things are, like, happening. What happens when you put them back together? Then when it turns on, you put them both in your ear, like, oh, that guy just messed up all well, my crap! I, I think the idea is, is this for personal use only? And that that is another quip you should make. It's a perfectly valid complaint, and it is a completely you know it's 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 not half baked. It's maybe like seven eighths baked. It's just it needs a little bit more to get to the point where it's actually usable by real people. I think four hours is a great amount of time. You know, and I think twenty four hours is fine. And actually, four hours or, is uh, twenty four. Um, twenty four songs. songs is not enough. But this gets four hours of better life, and this is my review for next week. These are the what are these? Good work. Um, my phone tells me what the model number is, but the product itself doesn't, so you should ask whoever made this. Hold on, Bluetooth is learning. So it's the T-Pro HP500BT headset. So it's a Bluetooth headset. But the thing is, it connects to my phone, and my phone can have, you know, 16 gigs of music or podcasts or whatever I want to play on them. Um, and, and without that, I don't know if it's good. Now, alternatively, the alternative option would be to, you know, do the same thing with, you know, wireless synchronized headphones, just like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then to have instead a, a third dongle that clips on your shirt very much like an iPod uh, Nano or what's smaller than a Nano? Shuffle. Um, and so that would Bluetooth to, to the individual satellite headset things. So that would make the syncing issue go away, and it would do everything you wanted, and it would just be another small third-piece dongle. I see. That's I th- cool. I think that would be a, a different avenue to pursue, um, especially with low-energy low Bluetooth. I'd uh, have to agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, that was great. Um, we never had two plugs at the same time, or two Kickstarters of the week. I think we've many many times had two plugs. Um, that was a good show. So what do you do next week? Next week... um. I don't know. Uh, well, oh, grouse hunting. Yeah. Oh, you're doing that. Well, so there may or may not be a Nexus 5 event. Is that a thing? I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. So presumably they would have sent out invites if it had been for ready for Tuesday or Monday. Or, or they would have sent pretty private ones with uh, non-disclosure in the invite. Okay, now, so that's what I thought, too. However, the last season, which would have been last year, uh, for the Nexus 4 launch... They had originally scheduled for uh, October 18th, and then there was a large hurricane that hit New York where they had scheduled the party, so they canceled, and then did it on, like, the 25th or something. Yeah. and But they didn't have a party, they just did a press release. So, it really depends on what their scheduling here is. Now, they can't do it the week of the 22nd now, because they're screwed if they do, because Apple will kill them. Um, they could Not do it the week... Really. Yeah, actually, like... Actually, yes. What? Like, the news cycle will be dominated by Apple. So the, oh, Mac Pro trash cans. Buy now. And iPads and iPad minis and, and Mavericks. Uses them. And Retina Display MacBook Pros, 13 and 15 inch. Like, there's four products being updated all at once. And there could even be an Apple TV update that we don't even know about. There's a lot of stuff going on there, and I think it would be a bad play for them to do that. You honestly think there might be a TV event? Not a TV event. Apple TV. Apple, But I don't think so. Not an event. They're not going to update it. I think they would just put a new processor in an A6. No, no, no. It's fine. Well, Maybe they get a better remote. No, I don't think they're going to get a better remote. I don't think there's they, no reason They don't have to address the remote problem. They, you, no, that's fine. People who have Apple TVs probably already have an iOS device, and with an iOS device, you can just use the on-screen keyboard. 
So with the new the, with iOS seven on your both products. So if you if you have an iPhone with iOS seven and uh, an Apple TV third gen or later, which is the latest gen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you can set your iPhone with your you know with with your Wi-Fi profile already loaded. You can set it on top of your uh, Apple TV and it'll auto set up. Cool. Um, using low uh, Bluetooth, low profile or low energy. My, my mistake. Um, and by doing that, you you your keyboard issues go away. Uh, it's almost the same as the Chromecast setup. Mm. Like it just Bluetooths over your your Wi-Fi credentials and then it just does it for you. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at methodpetrol.com, which will be getting an update soon. Really? Yeah. Well, how soon? Um, I'm going to roll out this week. Oh. It, so it may gonna... look worse than it does now, but at least it'll be more modern. Well, so the website that you have now is basically what my website construction class is making. Yeah. 100% designed by you. I know, and that that's before I actually knew what anything was on the internet. Yeah, I, I do think that. That was a terrible design, and I, I admit I did it wrong. I, I, I could do a lot better now. It's fine. Well, it's fine. so my website construction class is actually making that. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. so that, it is cool. And, of course, you can find me, Ryan Mampersett, just about anywhere, but especially on the Twitter, Ryan Amar. And, of course, you can find Fake SPPS also on the Twitter at Fake SPPS. But you don't really need to know about that. Also, you can find everything I put in the show notes, more or less, on the Google+, Plus because that is where I put most of the stories before they go on to the show notes, where I put some thoughts and then, uh, you know, think about it for a little while and then put it in the show notes if I deem it worthy. Um, it's a pretty, pretty good deal. Now, let's see. Next week is episode 98, which means what? 100's getting close. 100's getting close. That's right. That's exactly what it means. Now, I heard you were going grouse hunting. Is that a thing? Uh, yes. So, so what day are you planning on doing the show? Friday. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that's what... Uh, it's pretty clever. I need to. Wow. Friday. Oh, well, it's pretty... I don't have blood on my hands. I did something wrong. I think that means you did something wrong. I agree. Yes. I need to have it. Wait. No, wait. Hold on. If, if I, I don't, don't have, have blood on my hands... Nah, that means you did something... I did something wrong. Yeah. No. If you did have blood on your hands, you did something wrong. So I'm not going to agree or disagree anymore. Well, I think... I'm uh, going to be getting here. I'm going to be getting back in Townside about 7.30. Townside. Mm-hmm. And, um... Then I'll have quick time to prepare the meat and freeze it, and then I'll be down here for the show. You, uh, you do that. Let me know how that goes. You eat chicken, and grouse is pretty much tastier. Exactly not at all, because the meat depends precisely on what you season it with. Not well, that you've ever had seasoning in your life. It's powdered with lead to begin with. Okay, so, so that would... I that think would... you're already going to say, unhealthy! That's actually not what I was going to say. I was going to say, deadly! Deadly! Yeah, but you said it better. Well, I said it like you would want to say it. I didn't have the uh, feministic side to say that. Well, I'm glad you do. I, I, I do have the feminine side. Well, I, 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 I... Deadly! Right. Yes, well, uh, all I can say now is have a good one. Uh, dolomite is uh, something when uh, some kind of like uh, rock gets exposed and it has some uh, iron when you pour so acid. So when your rock gets exposed, you're a dolomite. <sighs> yeah, you know, I'm you know not... I want to write this. I want to help you finish your homework. You, you can't do that. However...